0: Down the sideline, has a man pass, caught, Slayton, touchdown Giants! What a throw that was by Daniel Jones, and a catch by Darius Slayton. Heineke throws it into the end zone! Touchdown! What a throw, and Ricky Seals Jones is there! Good snap, good hold, kick is good! Washington wins it.
2: You know, I don't have a lot of sympathy, fan sympathy for New York Giants fans. In my lifetime, I grew up in New York. And in my lifetime, they've been to the Super Bowl in 1986, 1990, 2007, 2012. All wins. Went another year in 2000 and lost. So they've been to the Super Bowl five times. Um, And you have four W's and all those wins are kind of famous Super Bowl wins. Uh, so when Giants fans get fired up like they did tonight in the wake of a uh, really painful 30-29 loss to the Washington football team, you know, the text buddies, I'll give them their space to mourn the loss. But when I start seeing texts like nobody knows how to lose heartbreakers like the Giants, it's like. Check your privilege, bro. Dan Hans is here with Mark Sessler and Ricky Hollywood. Uh, yeah, Mark. It All that said, Giants fans have had a nice lifespan overall. Doesn't make what happened tonight any easier to swallow because that was a tough way to lose a football game.
3: Well, I think it's a reminder that, like, because you know, I'm the same way. I grew up close to you, although I grew up in Connecticut. So um, zero street cred on anything New York wise. Can I, um, on this it's show? kind of a
2: tough, it's kind of a tough, it's a bit of a bad beat because you just want to find what's your identity and Connecticut's just like, you know, Connecticut, right? Well, it's, I think it's, portrayed as,
3: it's portrayed as if I was, you know, traveling around town, like in a horse and carriage, which is not the case, but um, I, I, I understand the whole, the whole concept, but you know, I have, <laughs> I grew up around giants fans and jets fans too. That's the only two teams that were televised in, in our area. And my dad was a giants fan. And I, I also tonight, um I would say I have Giants fans who are older. Um they're a little philosophical. They understand that there are ebbs and flows to, you know, the, the franchise history, but they are ultra frustrated this evening. Logical Giants fans who looked at a G Men team that gave this game away what, three times, four times? Oh. I mean in in pretty incredible fashion. Um I'm not sure that this game matters in the larger scope of what will happen this season, but on a more micro level, it was pretty insane to watch these 2 longtime division foes punch for punch with two quarterbacks we came in not knowing a lot about. I know which one gets my fire going a little bit more. Um, I don't think it would be a surprise to you, but the G-men, they've got to be frustrated this evening. They handed that game away.
2: You know, I kind of disagree. Well, I agree with you if what you're saying is that you don't think it matters that much in the scope because neither of these teams will probably be playing in February. That's all I mean. I, uh, that, well, not
3: February. February, yes. Right.
2: I, I agree with you on that. But this is also a wide-open division, and I think nine wins can win this division. So this has a chance to be a major um, game in terms of both the uh, both of these teams, and Washington gets the W they need. Now, the Giants and a game that they had. It's done if Dexter Lawrence doesn't jump off sides there on the first field field goal attempt, uh the game is over and that is, you know, uh, as a fan and I and I'm not trying to pick on the Giants fans, so don't get after me. I'm just I'm just telling you what it was like to grow up and I'm 41 years old, my team's never been to the Super Bowl in my lifetime and you've had uh you you have a whole hand. You have five uh, trips. That's all I'm saying. Um but my point is like That is one of the worst things a fan can experience is the other team misses the field goal and you're celebrating in your living room. And then you say you hear there's a flag and it's jumping off sides right in the center of the line. Dustin Dustin Hopkins gets the second shot and Hopkins puts it through. And that is good job by Washington. They showed uh, resolve all night. The defense tightened up when it had to in the second half. Uh, They got a little lucky, of course, because as Mark mentioned, uh, the Giants killed themselves with mistakes all night. Uh, Maybe, uh, well, nothing's going to be bigger than the Lawrence offsides jump, but also, of course, the Darius Slayton touchdown drop on a busted coverage earlier in the fourth quarter, which was the Giants' chance to really seize control of that game. So you have those two huge mistakes, and then I thought Daniel Jones was really good in this game, Mark. I know um he's nobody's uh definition of a rising star in the league but I thought he was he didn't have a turnover I thought he threw the ball very well Uh, obviously if his receivers help him out he has two touchdown passes in a 300 yard day in addition to nine for 95 on the ground he was really good but Heineke is the guy that's going to get the headlines because his team won and guess what like I think Tyler why would you um don't want to get ahead of myself Mark but why are you going to really put Ryan Fitzpatrick, the 39 year old guy back in if Heineke is showing signs of growth here? Because in his third start, he really looked competent.
3: I think they might just because it's a Ron Rivera team and it always tilts towards the, um, you know, steady veteran, but, I, but, but that's a long way off. and, I think that they, you know, they invested in Taylor Heineke. They they investigated to find him. They brought him here. He's starting for a reason. Um, this is a special guy. There's something about him. I mean, I saw an interview this week that last year, right before the Bucks playoff game, he had to email. He was going, you know, he was taking college courses because his future was up in the air. And he he's 28. Had, right. Most he people had, don't realize that. Right. He had finals scheduled, um, you know, for January, and had to email his teacher saying excuse me, I need to delay my finals just a bit because I'm about to face Tom Brady and the Buccaneers <laughs> in the playoffs. And the teachers were like, that seems like a fair excuse. You can take the finals down there. He passed them. He passed the courses. So I think there's Different. something about him. I mean, just kind of honestly watching. I th- One of my favorite ways is to watch interviews with players to get a fi- like an idea of who they are. There is a fire to this dude, and I just love Taylor Heineke from that angle. I think also he gives them a lot on the ground. Um, He is a guy that, you know, he went through some ups and downs in this game, and he keeps getting back up. But for the Daniel Jones thing, because what quarterback, you know, three years in was getting hit with more uh, criticism and especially in the New York area than Daniel Jones because you're at this point you're even also looking across the way at Zach Wilson thinking Zach Wilson seems like in one game despite all the hits can do things that Daniel Jones can't even manage three years in and he gives the ball away tonight he was clean um, he made a couple big throws you know he had the 58 yard run uh, that was negated. I mean, he is a factor on the ground. He's You don't ever think about him that way on a week-to-week basis. But you have your Josh Allens, your Lamar Jacksons. Tonight, what we saw from Daniel Jones was pretty saucy on the ground. So I, I don't know. The, my thing is this, though. Do you trust him to do that two weeks in a row? I, that That's just what we've not seen. But his highs he's, are his highs, and his lows are a problem.
2: Yeah, the, consistencies, the consist- consistency is an issue. He's good until he's not but like think about it that the 56 yard run negated by a holding uh, that was very questionable i mean the giants had no business losing this game this is a killer loss for them and then the slayton drop absolutely is a ball he has to catch maybe it's 6 inches a little further uh than you want it to be so it wasn't as blatant a drop as you'll ever see but it's right on the edge uh considering there's no one around him within 20 yards if he if that throw is completed if that penalty flag is picked up, like everyone's talking about how Danny Dimes just put together the best game of his career. So he was that close. And even when you take those things out, I thought he was very good. It's something to build on. And for the Giants, who are now entering must-win territory, I don't care if it's a 17-game season instead of 16. If you start 0-3, you're pretty much cooked. Luckily, they have a home game against the Falcons. So they get a chance to... um, get their season back on track next week. But nothing is a given. The Giants aren't a great team. And meanwhile, think look at it this way, Mark. If Dustin Hopkins does not get that second chance to make that field goal, and it went from 48 to 43 after the Lawrence penalty, they're 0-2 and heading to Buffalo next week. And uh, I think they'd be so heading to Buffalo. Sliding with, doors.
3: Right. I think they'd be heading to Buffalo with questions about just how dominant their defense is because – there were a number of big pass plays given up. You know, Daniel Jones running for a number of big gains. Saquon Barkley had a big gain himself. I mean, this is, if you look at who Washington beat last year. Now, Washington started, you know, talk about getting into a hole. They started two and five a year ago and won the division with a terrible record and a terrible, we get, we get what was going on with the East last year. But it was coming, all off season was how dominant this Washington defense is. Their front is unstoppable. Where was the pass rush? In this game. And where was it last week? Where was it last week? So I think that that's a question mark. Let's go. I think they are young and they are sweaty. I don't think that we question those characteristics, but it's about stopping the run and rushing the passer also.
2: It's interesting because, yes, uh, young and sweaty, there's so much there, so much potential. But also when you really, if you distill it, sometimes being young, especially in sports, isn't a great thing. Sometimes being sweaty. Isn't so sweaty
3: good. is a big problem. I mean, in a lot of areas, so
2: a um, couple other thoughts. Saquon Barkley, he had um, one big run, but I thought after the James Bradbury interception, where you thought the Giants had a chance to, to steal that game with about two and a half minutes to go, I thought to myself after the Giants, I believe, went three and out and then kicked the field goal man, if they had the real Saquon Barkley, the healthy guy, maybe they can close that game out there. So the fact that they can't really lean on him yet or he's not able to be that guy yet is hurting their offense uh, right now. And then did you see Kenny Galladay after a fruitless possession in the fourth quarter yelling at Danny Dimes on the sideline? This this Galladay uh, free agency experience, not off to a great start. He has not made the impact they expected. Sterling Shepard has been by far their best receiver.
3: Right. I mean, their most productive wideouts have been Shepard and Slayton, who were already there, Galladay eight targets, three catches, thirty-eight yards. Barkley did have—I'm looking here—sixteen touches. So that's not, you know, that's a, you know, he's he's inching up They're week by week. They're working his way. I, yep. They're I think they have a way. plan for him. But but you're right. He he, you know, by nature he's a little boom and bust also, and they've built their offense around him. So it, I do think though, if you get this version of Danny Dimes, you know, next week and the week after, if this is who he can become, you're in a different place. I, I just think that. Anyone with a sane mind needs to see more evidence.
2: You know what's he's a weird he's a weird one. I understand if you're a Giants fan or you're the Giants front office, you watch him play, and I like I think he has a good arm. I think he's got a great build. He runs like the Dickens mark. Yes, he does. He can move. He is an unbelievable athlete. So it's kind of there. Uh, but now here we are in year three and he just needs to, like you're saying, he needs to stack some games and show that he he can be that guy. But I thought for him this was a good start and with a little bit of luck, he would have been a huge story uh going into the weekend. But guess what? That's not it wasn't meant to be. But you let know, let me ask how about I yes, ask you ahead. a
3: question though, because let's just say you did you didn't you knew nothing about draft pedigree, um background, name, what's come before. You're watching Daniel Jones, you're watching Taylor Heineke. Who would you take? you don't know that one is, you know, was undrafted and taking finals a year ago and you didn't know the other was a first round pick.
2: I would think based on just this game that I would be in pretty good hands with either one because I thought they both played really well in this Well, you game, might be in a
3: lot of trouble with with, you know, with either, but Yeah, I might well go I'm just Heineke, saying based on this
2: this game. I I just think that it, to me I think Jones is um athleticism to me jumps off the page or, or jumps off the screen so it's just that's the frustration of it all and and before we go you know what we need to check in on we gotta go behind the velvet ropes because my goodness and people don't understand with the kicker club it doesn't matter who won the game because who cares who gives a shit about the final score mark sure It's all about the kicking. It's all about what happened between the big yellow pipes. That's all we care about. And this was a clinic. This was a master class. And, you know, Hopkins got picked up there on the penalty. But guess what? When you walk off on a field goal for a 30 29 win, you're popping bottles. And when you're Graham Gano, guess what? You just got your own private booth area where they send the girls, you know, some of the girls that work there. They get assigned to just hang out with the guys for the night. That's their job. Popping bottles. They bring out the you, Ricky, you know this. That's you're, the role. You know, yeah, That's the girl. A bottle, you know, bottle And we're talking about the oversized novelty bottles with the sparklers on top. With just the real light stupid underneath stuff. It. Yeah. Just real well, dumb stuff.
3: I mean, Ricky, one, you know, Dan and I were actually invited to one of these parties. Well, it was a Jay Glazer party. And uh, we were in a roped off section and there were there were various bottles there, and we were we actually were not allowed to pour them ourselves these girls had to come into the roped off section to pour them into our glasses that's the kind of service you get at the well i assume i've not been in there
2: did you say we were with rapaport
3: uh we were with rap sheet was that the
4: night that golden tate said he'd buy me a drink and paid with a 50 (laughs) dollar bill and didn't get the change
3: no you were not you were like in high school at this (laughs) point i don't you were um, not on the scene during you were a baby
2: no we went with rap sheet and uh you know, because Ian is the NFL Network insider, uh, that gets you good things. So I remember we got like a, a really nice private car. We all got Mophies for some reason. The Super Bowl is such a ridiculous <laughs> right. event. Uh, and then we got to the event, and it's Jay Glazer's big party, and it was a poolside, and I think it was in Arizona. And um, and we get our own quartered-off area right by the pool, as Mark said, and we're enjoying it. We're having fun. Um, but Ian rap sheet he's all you know the wheels are always turning the gears are always turning he says in his his mind he thought that we were put off in this velvet rope area with ian so he wouldn't be able to mix it up at the party and uh make you know contacts do his thing get better as an insider that was glazer's little power move oh i'll give you the private area where you can't get out and mill with the people and and get in on my insider cred. i always love that. That's some real insider heat right there. It is.
3: Where my headspace was, I want to pour this drink for myself. Only this minstress must do it for me. Oh, um, tough life. You know, it's, oh, exactly. No, I, 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 I warmed up to the scenario very quickly. <laughs> without, I, I wasn't trying to get information from anyone. So.
2: But Graham Gino went five for five, uh, just banging 50-plus yarders through the pipes with ease. Bang. So... Um, you know, good game by Graham. Great game, and if you have Graham in fantasy, good for you. All right,
4: definitely. Joe Judge is a special teams coach. Let's just uh, leave that there. For and them. you know what? That penalty, Ricky, like Ricky, what? is
2: very
3: bitter towards the Giants. By the way, yeah, they're I,
4: just so, their fans are just I can't deal with Ricky. It.
2: Just just know, no matter what happens from this point on with the Giants or your beloved Patriots, the Giants will always own you.
4: Of course, and I will will never deny that, Of course, 100%. Because Tommy Tommy
2: and Bill can never beat Eli and Coughlin. There's just no way to do it unless you could get a time machine.
3: No, it can't be done.
4: You're so right, and I I totally, totally agree with that, and that's why I don't want them to do well, but it's their fans that I can't. And I have a lot of family members. Most of my family members actually are Jets fans, so I like the Jets more than I do the Giants. Really? Yeah, in my New York side of the family. Um, but yeah, so they've always been Jets fans, but the giant, like just peep giants fans in general are just the absolute worst. Like go cry me a river. Like now
2: you're stepping on my toes a little bit as a New Yorker. You got to be careful here. I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to say because that's, that's where I came from. That's who I am. Um, and a lot of the people I care about are giants fans. Uh, but you're an outsider. So like, you know, that, that feels like piling on. That's all. Okay. Right,
3: It's it's untoward. It's unfair. I I don't appreciate it, to be honest.
2: (laughs) But just enjoy this, Ricky, because that's a nice... If you are somebody that roots against the Giants, just know that Giants fans are not sleeping well tonight. And by the way, Giants fans are also Yankees fans, and Yankees, they blew one to the Orioles tonight, who have 99 losses. So really bad New York sports night.
3: Caring less about that uh, result, but fair enough.
2: (laughs) Really bad New York sports night.
4: 99 losses and the Giants still suck. (laughs) (laughs)
2: all right so let's wrap it up again uh check out the week two preview pod which was from the new studio the chris wessling podcast studio in hollywood park uh get yourself up to date for all the games to come on sunday and monday and yes we'll be back sunday night uh with greg rosenthal Uh, a lot of i think we put it it was dense the the heat between ricky and It's like a well, fog, his, a dense it, fog. It was
3: his explanation about why Ricky was not allowed to suddenly participate in the lock contest for the rest of the year. It was a winding, and he made the complaint.
4: He didn't talk to you guys. He just was like, "No, you're out."
2: Yeah, it well, felt we dense rectified that, so. Ricky. So, yeah, right. thank
3: you. You're back in.
4: Thank you, guys.
2: But that uh, dense is such a great way to describe it. and It's something to continue to track as the season goes along, Mark.
3: It is, uh, you know. It describes many things.
4: No, I just like really don't <laughs> like Greg. It's like that simple. <laughs>
3: well, all right. Well, <laughs> well, well, he'll have to never work listen this out to this, but that—that's yeah. revealed to many now.
2: All right, good stuff. We'll be back Sunday night. Be there or be square, Giants fans. Go watch your videos. Go watch your tapes. You got a lot of good things to look back on, uh, and maybe things to come. There'll be more glory to come, but not tonight. Washington carries the deck. Later.